What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Appreciate y'all for being here. Shout out to the Coach Gang, the Nasty Boys, the 10 Feet Up Gang, and all the foldable origami women of the junior college. Uh, shout out to you. Petite, nice, so sweet. Petite. Uh, anyway, uh, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about why men get trapped in marriage. We're going to go visit Dr. John Deloney. He's going to pay us a visit. He's going to pay us a visit, and he's going to talk about a man who got trapped in a marriage. He feels he got trapped in a marriage. He's been married only for three years, and he realized he's been bait and switched. Oh, man. The dude's already bait and switched. This young gentleman got married, and he thought he was going to get something, and then she ended up bait and switching him, and then Dr. John Deloney basically said, uh, nah, man, you're going to have to put up with this the rest of your life. Go ahead and get used to the ring game, all right? I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. My man going to be playing the ring game. He's been married three months. He's got 50, 11 years of ring game to go. All right, we're also going to talk about Tommy Lauren. All right, you guys remember Tommy Lauren. She set the world on fire. Former, or she's pretty much a conservative talking uh, 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 host, I guess. I think she's on Fox News at this point, but... Uh, as she was, she was kind of on uh, another channel, and then she kind of elevated the Fox. Everybody remember her. She's the little feisty, sassy, little conservative woman. All right, blonde extensions, but blonde. And um, everybody remembers her as the pouty mouth, feisty little young girl. You know what I mean? She just fit the, she's the flat back. She's just so feisty. All right. And racist, probably. But that's what people think. I didn't think that. I thought this, you know what I thought about her? I mean, that's what I thought about her anyway. I mean, that's what the worst of the world. I thought. That's what I thought. But anyway. <laughs> uh, now she, yeah, she's a Kaylee turn Karen, which is one thing I warned you about when you're getting with the flatbacks. When they're flatbacked it in their early 20s, they be Kaylee's boy. But when they turn 30 plus, they turn into straight up Karen's. You love them to stay just like this. You be like, baby, can you stay just like this? Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no well, Kaylee's turning the Karens. Uh, if you don't, if you're not aware of this, I don't know what you're thinking, man. They don't stay long, stringy hair, long, big ponytail for long. All right, they get the chopping at that hair. Chop, chop, chop. They chop it on off. They blow up like the Goodyear blimp, and all of a sudden, you're like, what happened to you? Damn, I had me a nice little flat back. It. All right, the best thing you can hope for is if they stay in shape, move to Orange County, and had them bras be out there. They be out there in their yoga. They be doing their yoga pants. They be out there in their Pilates, and you're paying for it. I got money. Okay, you're paying for it. All right, uh, and we also we're going to talk about uh, what's the other thing? There was another story. Oh, this mom. Let's go ahead and put the stories out. How about remind yourself, coach? Uh, there's the stories right there. Mom tells her daughter at a basketball game to sucker punch a rival on the basketball court, and the mom gets arrested. <laughs> anyway, we got those and a little bit more. Uh, check in right here. Check in. All right. Allegedly, if you live in a ghetto, you got to check in. All right. Tap in. <laughs> I told y'all to lead a community talk. These people making you tap in and check in. Like when you go to a new city, oh, check in, Sean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We not playing around here, Sean. How about I don't go to your neighborhood? How about that? Checking in. <laughs> what the hell? I talked about this yesterday. 
check in. You don't own nothing on the entire block, Sean. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Dude, I tell you, man, hey, sometimes the mentality, man, I'm telling you, you can take the person out the country, but you can't take the country out of the person. Like, why would I work so hard so I could go check in to get some damn chicken wings and, and waffles? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can make Eggo waffles at the house. I can fry up my own chicken. My mama can make some popcorn chicken better than <laughs> we're getting out of control, man. Good Lord. Tap in. Tap in. Oh, my God. This, this is getting out of control. But anyway, I already ripped it apart yesterday. Um, Let's get into the show and how you contribute. First way to contribute is to head over to the Notorious CGA channel. That's the way you can super chat. Super chats are back over there for now. You know how they be doing, brother. And um. Uh, Super Chats over there, Notorious CGA channel. All right, also, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. PayPal, PayPal backslash, wait, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And then uh, Coach Greg Adams TV on Vimo. I don't think I put in. I didn't check in. I didn't tap in on the, <laughs> is this what y'all want me to go back to the community for? All right, y'all be like, y'all need to go back there, man, and save all of them damn knuckleheads one step daddy at a time. Soon as I roll up, they asking me to tap in. All right, hey, tap in. Hey, step dummy, tap in. Do step daddy's got to tap in? What the hell's going on? They like, you ain't from here. No, nah, man, I'm here. Hey, I'm here for Tamika. Yo, Sean, I'm here for Tamika. I'm here to be the step daddy of the century. Or the step dummy. Ay, ay, ay. You got to tap in. How about don't go there no more? Yeah, somebody said, imagine getting clapped for chicken and waffles. I tell you, man, dude, this world is goofy. The world is goofy. I'm telling you, man, they didn't turn it upside down. The world is filled with pimps and hoes. It's it's actually stupid, man. It's actually stupid. Don't play these stupid games, man. Just stay up at, look, brothers, get up out of there, man. Go to the suburbs. Do white folks got to tap in? I just want to know. Do white people tap in? Is that? Or is, are they excused from tapping in? Anyone? Hold up. Like, do white folks, when they when they go to chicken and waffles, they be like, oh, hi. Hey, honey, stopping chicken and waffles. And then they stop by. They just happen to get the guts and the gumption to stop by. Do they roll up and be like, did y'all tap in? Hey, Susie. Hey, Susie and Kyle. You didn't tap in today. So clappity clap. It's only ninjas. Why do ninjas got to tap in? Aren't we free? Aren't we free? Don't we be free? Toby be free. Toby be free. Right? I'm escaping white folks, but look. <laughs> now I got to tap in with ninjas. This is absolutely crazy. No, Latinos got to tap in too. <laughs> Latinos got to tap in too. Like, where, where do y'all come up with these rules, man? Y'all young people are out of control. Hey, man. Uh, did I get the, did, did I get, oh, I got to get the earlier contributors. Before we do that, man, Passport Bro is setting the world on fire. Uh, let's go ahead and show you what's going on. I follow one of my boys, Counselor. I've been following him forever on Instagram. And uh, let's go ahead and show you his page right here. Um, he's always playing these reaction videos. And I don't know what that is on our eyebrow. Boy, can you get that removed or no? Is that our, what, what, what's the procedure of, that's got to be, like, what would be the cost? Like, you walked around in your life for 40 years with that on your forehead. And could that come off? And what would be the cost? What would be the cost? I don't know. I don't have a mole. But what's, up? what's the cost of mobile rule? Anyone? Mm. Like, uh, hey, black folks, y'all got to get it together. 
Y'all got to get your finances together. You got to make a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Your kid walking around with that on their head. You got to be like, all right, we got to get some kids some braces or we got to remove that mold. Three to five K. Yo, you got to sacrifice with your kids. Where your daddy at? Your daddy didn't put that down. Plunk down five K for your damn daughter. I'm tired of you people. I take care of my kids. Well, obviously not. You let her walk around like this forever, bro. You let her walk like this forever, her whole life. Now she's 40 years old. Like, we got to put things in perspective. Like, come on, man. You could have changed her entire life. You know, when she was a teenager, you looked at it all the time, eating dinner. You was just like, you know, nah, we just going to leave it there. She was eight. You was like, mm, yeah, just, just, just leave it there. She'll be fine. She turned like 21 and you was like, well, I guess it's too late now. She got to live with that. You could have changed her entire life. She could have been a model. You couldn't spare 5K, 3K. I know it's tight, but this is what I'm talking about. Take care of your damn kids. Let's hear her talking about this shit right here. She's talking about the passport bros. Why are they so angry at the passport bros? Let's continue. I know somebody's upset. They got a mold. They're like, coach, it could be cancerous and it could ignite and inflame the cancer. I don't know. I'm just asking. I did ask. No, don't use a razor blade. Don't use a razor blade. Yeah, she probably has a BBL and breast implants, but no on the mold removal. All right, let's continue. I am independent and I am successful. I got to start this over. Let's, let's hear what she said again. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Let me get the volume up. I am single. Yes. I'm independent. And well, that, well, 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 mm. hey, ladies, I don't know if y'all know. Are you this unaware? Are you this unaware that that saying you're independent is actually going to hurt your dating prospects? Are you guys just this unaware? I find it absolutely appalling that you guys are this like, you know, when you know, when you get in, with, in front of a person and they're spatially unaware, they don't realize they're bo- blocking the walking path or they don't realize they're walking the wrong direction against the current of the crowd. Like they don't walk like they drive. They literally are like, I'm going to walk on this side of the walkway. Like everybody's going, everybody's going this way on the right. Everybody's going this way on the left as if you were be driving. And there's this dumbass wondering why he's having all this time and everybody's walking in front of him because he's going the opposite direction on the wrong side of the walkway. You ever see some dumbasses like that? You ever see dumbasses that walk um, and they're in a group of four and they walk across slow as hell. They walk like one, two, three, four in a line like this, but across way, the cross path and they're blocking everybody. They're co- Yeah. They're completely oblivious and it, bl- it blows my mind. I'm like, dude, well, how are you, how are you all ignorant people walking this slow a lot a, a, like across the entire walkway? You can't be this dumb. And not only walking that way, you're walking slowly. Why don't y'all com- compact yourselves? Why don't two walk one next to the other and then two behind them so everybody can get around you? <laughs> this is me in public. This is why I do working from home. I can't take it, man. I, there's too many. Da- you wonder You wonder who hurt me. I, it's, it's these damn ham and eggers. It's these damn oxygen thieves. He said they do it on purpose, and that's some ninja stuff. Hit me. Remember that? You walking across the street, and the car wants to turn right. They waiting for you. They waiting for you to walk, and and, and people walk slow. I'm going to walk slow. Hit me. 
Hit me. I'll sue you. Oh, my God. Dude, is your life, is your life this damn miserable? Is you going to walk slowly across the cross path? You know we're, you know we're waiting on you, you dumbass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, again, now, this is more dumbass stuff. She's sitting here saying she's independent, but you don't realize that's hurting your dating prospects. Putting independent is foolish if you're trying to date somebody. You're trying to date, well, I'm independent, and that actually is dumb. Let's go ahead and put this person back up. She's dumb. She's dumb. All right, let's go ahead and roll it. I am successful. Oh, my God. are you mad? I have seen the trend of men jumping online, talking about how they are sick of women in America and how they're going to get their passports and go overseas and find them a wife. I've never even heard a white woman ever complain about passports and they know their husbands be over there. You know why? Cause white women got passports too. Why are black women so mad about this passport thing? This is absolutely bizarre to me. It's absolutely bizarre. They acting like this is the end all be all. They got to make a video about it. They mad Toby about to be free. They mad. They mad dudes are looking at other options and then they jump on there and go, well, we don't care, but you made a video. <laughs> The truth of the matter is you don't want a wife. Okay. You want a slave. No. Oh. You want a maid. You want a personal assistant. Okay. Everything you obviously don't want to be. You actually look down on these things. You actually look down on being a wife as a slave. You don't want to help your man. You just want to be a damn leech or a vermin at best. All right. Come on. This is what's happening here. You're independent. So when the men are saying, well, men have been saying for a minute, they don't like independent women, right? So men finally made their move. Right, and she said, There, you want a slave. Okay, we want whatever you're not providing. What is that? These women are in dire financial need. So, are you? What are we talking mm. about, ma'am? Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> wait. So, it, wait, what, what is this? I've never seen this damn thing before. Okay, look, so are black women in America, so is every woman in America. Are you serious? You know how many college girls are in dire financial need? You know how sisters are in di for dire financial need right now? Sister, hey, you got 15 days to get rent money. You got 15 days. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And you just paid off your rent eight days ago, all right, just to get you out of eviction. Hmm? So now you got, you know, you had to do the whole 22 days of rent, and you're looking at your paycheck. Don't tell me you're not, it ain't happening to you. You're also... Yo, mama's in dire financial need. What woman in America is not in dire financial need? Very few. So what are you talking about? There's no difference. There's no difference. Let's continue with this woman, this woman here. Brag about getting your passports and going to these countries with these to get a wife who needs a green card to ex escape extreme poverty. You, you do. Hey, listen. Remember a long time ago, maybe about a year and a half ago, I remember because I said this and people got mad at me. I remember somebody was talking about me or they made a video of me and I happened to hop on it and I looked in the comment section and mostly it was black people like I had to cut off CGA because of he made this reference about slavery. And the reference I made was I said slavery probably would have ended way earlier than it did if it wasn't for the dynamics between the male slave and the woman slave. Now that set people off. That set people up. 
but because in your mind, you think it was some, but I was like, nothing like that can go on for 400 years without one person, um, one person acting as the antagonist to freedom. And there was a lot of what I call plantation politics in which when there was an opportunity to leave on one side, they made sure you ain't leaving without us. Remember that? I said, you ain't leaving without us. There was one group. I can't tell which group it was, but whatever group was going to freedom, the other group was like, nah, nah, you ain't going without us. This is exactly it. This is it right here. This is this is this is pure proof. This is proof that it was going on. And might, might I add that system took place over 265 to 300 years. We've been free less than 150 years. And look at this bullshit right here. Look at this right here. This is exactly what I was talking about. So the men are saying, look, man, look, this ain't good for us. We're going to get out of here. They was like, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. We're going to tell master. We're going to tell the overseer. You ain't going nowhere. We're going to call the police. We're going to get your passport cut off. We're going to put you on child support. This is this is exactly what I was talking about. And now you guys are like, no, nah, man, no. Dude, times don't change. People don't change. This is exactly it right here. They do not want to see you do better. They are not letting you going free because they think you're going to leave them. <laughs> that's why we don't like you. And that's why we don't give a damn that you're going to another country to find a wife. See, we ain't mad. See, we don't want you. We see, dude, I, can you imagine? We don't want you. We don't want you. You can leave us. And then as soon as you try to leave, Massa, he running. This is this, this is what's happening. <laughs> see you i am single i'm we don't care about you you can go on freedom you can go on and chase the north star you can go head up north and how and what you gonna do what you gonna do when you get up there you can't read you can't write fast forward 150 years later going to get your passport we don't like you anyway we hate you and we gonna make sure your passport get cut off with child support mm. i tell you this ain't there's no difference that's no, I know people are mad at me and I pissed off a lot of people with that a analogy, but it, as you can see, this is exactly it right there. By the time the men say we fed up with this, we gone. They're like, no, you ain't. <laughs> or when you leave, they'll be like, we don't like you anyway. Go on to leave. I guarantee you some of y'all asses going to get to the airport and your passport going to get cut off. <laughs> this is absolutely sad. It's a travesty. I hope you don't. I hope you guys see the dynamics. I don't mean to you. I'm not making fun of the institution, but you guys got to see it at this point. All right. You got to see it for what it is. All right. Last one. And we'll get into the earlier contributors. Let's go check out on um, Abba and Preach. Check this out. They just put out a video right here. Oh, wait a minute. Let's make this a little bit larger. And that's what she said. Yes, I know. Um, here it is right here. And um, here it is right here. There is a man doing a pedicure. As you guys know, if you ever got a pedicure done, you sit in a chair like this and you put your feet in a boiling water or bubbling water. And uh, normally there's a woman down there, but there seems to be a man there. Now, this woman wore a skirt. Now, I don't know if she planned to go get her a pedicure. I don't know if she planned or it was spontaneous. But obviously, if you wear a skirt and you're in a seated position in someone's eye level, they're going to be eye level if you're in an elevated chair. They're going to be able to see your panties. Or if whatever what's whatever you're wearing, your undergarment or lack of undergarment. Now, no human being can probably resist this, male or female. Especially a male, he's probably going to look. 
It's going to be damn near impossible. Now, there's a way you can look. You can glance. You can stare or whatnot. But I want you to notice, this is how ridiculous this is. This woman is recording him to catch him looking up her skirt. Let's go ahead. Now, I'm going to look, and I'm going to try to go ahead and map out in my head what the shape is, the size, the fatness, the skin. I want to, I'm going to map it out in my head. I might even put my nose in it or whatnot. But why is she recording him? Like, this is the part I don't get. Like, I mean, maybe you caught him looking a couple times and you were like, I'm going to record him. Why didn't you ask for another girl? There's a lot of other people there that can do this job. Why didn't you, why didn't you say, you know what? I, I, I didn't prepare to come. I'll ask another girl. Why did you, why did you record him so you can put him on blast on TikTok? This is despicable. This is absolutely despicable. Uh, let's go ahead and roll the film. Obviously, dude, anybody's going to look up there. But now if you have a man, you're obviously going to look at this. He didn't think I noticed. He didn't think I noticed. He didn't even look that long. And now he's not trying to look, but he like, yo, you know what's happening in his head. He like, Lord, have mercy. <sighs> He want to take that mask off. I'm home. That's what he wants to do. So he's thinking right now, I got to get me one more look. I got to get me one more look at that thing. And there it is. Oh, he got up a good look. And now she moved her camera. But she's still... Feels good. <laughs> and that oh that feels good <laughs> yeah and he's still looking so look he's still looking oh that feels good and she seems to be excited about it obviously there are some exhibitionists and all of this stuff uh people who are doing this intentionally for tiktok views or or or, or only fans but to he didn't think i noticed what did you think he was gonna do not look you actually anticipated him looking or he looked already and you said let me just put him on blast this is actually do i tell you man people are dumb people are dumb with this stuff anyway let's get to the super chats and then no 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 let's get to the oh let me get paypal going they already got me playing the puzzle game and i already know what they're gonna do all right they already gonna reject me oh here they go again they made me do it three times thrice who is this texting me? Who the hell is this texting me at five? Oh, anyway, hey, shout out to Sligo is the sauce. I'm down in Vegas going to get, I'm down on the strip getting me some lunch. Sligo's the sauce is there. If anybody remembers Sligo is the sauce, shout out to you. Where, where, hold on, let me give him a round of applause. At one particular point, he was a major, major donor on our channel. All right, when Super Chats went inactive and he was the one on the leaderboard, um, on the leaderboard of highest donor, I think all time. And Sligo's the sauce down there. So bumped into him in, in, um, in the Venetian. And we chilled and kicked it for a minute. So shout out to Sligo is the sauce. Who remembers that name? All right. Albert Ingram says, shout out to the haters that watch you but never donate. Mm. <laughs> Appreciate them. We, listen, um, you monetize the haters. Or you, you just basically keep pushing through. 
Um, I mean, are there still haters? There's haters every, in everything you do. If you don't have haters, you ain't doing nothing. But uh, I appreciate them watching me. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the like button in the building. All right, where we at here? Who else is here? No government name says, I listen to your show pretty much every morning while I'm working. Shout out to you. I'm trying to see, is that a is that a woman? Hello. <laughs> oh, you don't even put your feet in the picture, lady. Hey, get the get the feet in the picture. Wait. I'm not happy. Appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you, lady. No, we won't say your government name, but appreciate you. Thank you, man. Hey, listen, the morning show about to get litty. Going into the fall, we're gonna work on a new schedule. The morning show about to get litty. All right. Day digital and appreciation. Uh, let me see here. Oh, that was earlier today, so that don't count. <laughs> shout out to dame digital in the building cash app style uh oh, who is this in here travis t is in the building shout out that's all i'll say all right appreciate you and avery's in the building with and he says great content he or she at this particular point i don't know who in here dialing in who tapping in ladies tap in there's two ways we can do this we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way ladies which one they want you want the hard way i knew you would I know how you ladies want it. I understand women. First rule, gentlemen, don't listen to a word they say. <laughs> don't listen to a word they say. Well, what I want, they don't they don't mean nothing. And then when they mean something, they halfway mean it. Shout out to hey now, now if they say no, listen. Shout out to Jesus Ramirez says coachy. Junior college chicks pregnancy test was negative. Oh, I remember you shot up the club. He says, between me and you, I was kind of looking forward to being a pappy. Uh-oh. I'm a pappy. Francisco, if it is a boy or Kaylee, if it is a girl, R&B stream was fire. Shout out to you. I'm a pappy. Um, that typically happens when you shoot up the club. All right, because what happens is you come to the, what, what you're doing is coming to the realization of what's possible. You're like, well, let me go on and accept it. <laughs> you start thinking about what the name of the baby is and all this stuff and you know, gender reveal parties. You're like, oh, I guess you're going to have it. And then when she says, I ain't pregnant, you're like, Lord, have mercy. Thank God. You'd be like, damn. Woo. I can breathe again. 45 days of damn pain and hell. Oh, boy, Lord, have mercy. That was 45 days of stress. You'd be like, <laughs> pop, lock, and drop it. You'd be like, Cobra. All right. That's what happens when you realize she ain't pregnant. But after that, yeah, you like, good Lord. Thank you. All right, thanks. Dejan Dixon says, hey, coach, uh, if you had to pick one, would you re rather be trapped in a miserable marriage or stuck at a miserable job? What do you mean stuck at a miserable job? I mean, can I still leave? Like, can I leave? Or am I just stuck there forever? Um, marriage is just not for me. I'm not getting married. No, 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 no. Shout out to Sizzle. What did you have to say? Sizzle in the building. Coach, I sent you a Gmail about getting in that free agent lifestyle label. Put me on the album. You won't regret it. Wake up, free agents. All right, I got to put it together, dude. I got to. I got to put that thing together. That's going to be a beast. All right, let me get my Quincy Jones on, my Dr. Dre on. Let's go over to the Super Chats. We got a whole bunch of people checking in and tapping in. Perpetual Motors, appreciate you, brothers. Oh, hold on for a second. No, I can't do it now. It's too late. Vaughn doubles up. Did you double up or is that just one? He, he did one. He said, female officer on police academy. Wait. Maybe you said female officers on police 
actively lose control at a traffic stop. White Knight comes to help. She goes, you don't do that to a woman. Price is wrong. What do you mean she lost control at a traffic stop? Oh, I know. Oh, I got it. I, I was like, what? I was thinking like a four-way traffic stop. So she lost control when she was trying to arrest someone, and he helped her, and she got mad. <laughs> he like, lady, I'm trying to help you do your job. Affirmative action hire. Terrible. Rational irrationality says the light-skinned girl uh, you have on your theme that is in the pink shirt as a reporter is the Mrs. America that deleted herself in New York jumping from her apartment. Is that accurate? Is that accurate? Hmm. Interesting. Maryland guy says, I'm sure Tommy Lauren can get a man. She's actually engaged, but we're going to go in there. Problem is, it's not that the man she, she wants. It's not the man that she wants. A lot of men struggle out here to get a woman. Can't feel sorry for her. Do you know that a lot of women do not understand that men struggle getting laid? Not that they care, but a lot of girls, they're delusional to that. They're like, what? And you know why? Is because they can give theirs away easily. They have so many people, men hounding after it that they're like, they're assuming men are getting it until they meet you and they, for some reason, think you're not getting it. Women are interesting, aren't they? Where's my mind? Says Tommy Lauren without makeup is rough. She's one of those that I actually know. She gonna be rough. And I can tell, you know, I've, 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 I've dated enough. I've been around white women a whole bunch. I know for sure who going to look rough without that makeup. All right. I can see, man, the eyebrows, if they have fair hair, if they have fair hair or again, red hair or legit blonde hair, you already know you're not going to see no damn eyelashes, like natural eyelashes. You're not going to see them and eyebrows. They're almost going to be non-existent, non-existent. And then especially as they age, it's going to get worse and worse. So then when you see them, they're going to look sick if they're pale and porcelain skin. They're going to look like they're like they got a cold. You're like, you OK? You look sick. You look green. The blue veins be popping through their forehead. You'd be like, you all right? They'd be walking around here with no eyebrows. They'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Eyelashes off. You'd be like, damn, you look like a baby bird. You ever see what a baby bird look like? They be looking like a baby bird. Like, bah, bah. <laughs> like. So I've dated enough of them. I've seen them, been in bed, and lived with enough of them to know. Once that makeup come off and that mascara, it's about to look like. You'd be like, wait, hold on. You'd be like, you need some tissue? You sick? Don't let it be cold outside. And this goes for pale people in general. Uh, yeah, we getting in on white folks today. This goes for what? Like, don't let it be cold outside, and they be getting their nose be red. <laughs> they nose be red. They lips be blue. You're like, oh, it. You need this? They ears be all red. You're like, man, damn. You done went downhill, bro. Like, <laughs> like, boy, you look sick, cold, and you look like, anyway. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh, man. All right. Hey, I talked enough. I talked enough about sisters. It's time to let y'all know. Like, they whole beauty be just dropping off, like, just... And within a minute, within a minute, they go outside. <laughs> Don't let them hop in the shower. They hop in the shower. You know what's going to happen. Oh, they're going to be bad here. 
they hop in the shower, they jump on out, they get that comb and slick their hair back. You know how they slick their hair back? They throw their robe on. You be like, hey, come on. Hey, Kaylee, come on to bed with me. You know what time it is. She jump up in the bed. She jump out that shower. Hold up for a second. <laughs> she throw that robe on. She jump out the shower. She like, I'm here. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? She like, you ready? <laughs> Holding that comb. You like, uh... Oh no. White women gonna be mad at me today. Appreciate y'all. Oh, where are we at here? Perpetual motors. The marriage will is so prophetic and valuable. It is. It's so valuable. So valuable. And we're gonna go over it a little bit today. And don't let her jump out the shower. Hold on for a second. Last one. I gotta do this part. I gotta do this part. Don't let them jump out the shower. They be like, hey. And then the dog run up to him and lick their whole face like Scooby-Doo licking whipped cream off of a damn snack, right? They jump up out the shower. They walk up to your dog. They crouch down in front of your dog and let they dog lick them from up all the way around. Like, <laughs> they whole face from the lip all the way around. You'd be like, oh, my Lord. You'd be like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> You like, sheesh. this is one nasty human being. <laughs> hey, I actually, <laughs> you go ahead. I, was, I took my dog on a walk. Of course, when you have a dog, you're going to bump into Kaylee's. I mean, especially in Newport Beach, you're going to bump into Kaylee's. That's one of the perks. He's just going, hey, <laughs> he said they about to put you on time out. Um, hold on for a second. Let me get this story out. I'm walking my dog. Here come a flatback. She's a little older, but she comes in blonde, blue eye, all of that. She got her yoga, her black yoga pants on. She got her Air Force Ones on and all that. She got her little crop top. She comes in. Her, her husband's with her. Her husband or boyfriend's with her. She sees me. She sees the dog. She's like, oh my God. You know, you know what's going to happen next. She's going to run up to the dog. I'm like, all right, here we go. Flat back to city here. Here we go. All right. She she was pretty. She's one of these pretty, plain, like, but pretty attractive plain. She probably, if she glammed up, she'd be a nine, right? But she was had zero glam, so she looked like a six. But she was still pretty. She was naturally pretty. She crouches down in front of Nova. <laughs> she crouches down, and Nova's small. She kind of picks Nova up. Nova just... <laughs> She just a sitting there taking it. She just a what? I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was like, this is I can't handle that. I can't. I can't. I can't barely let Nova lick me on the hand. I'd be like, hey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Man, I was like, man, this is crazy, bro. Like, you about to walk all the way home with all of that dog slobber all on your face. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. That was just had me like, yo. 
I was like, she wasn't pretty no more. I was like, gone with your bad self, man, gone. She was all having conversation with me. Oh, huh, huh. No, but just. <laughs> I was like, God. I was like, man, you. Uh. Somebody says, was there a tongue involved? That's what she was looking her with. Uh, anyway. Shot, yeah, and then she probably wanted to come up to me and give me a kiss. I'm like, yo, she probably went home and kissed her husband and all of that. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Brown310. I appreciate you, brother. Good to see you again. John A says, had court Tuesday. They hit me with supervised visitations after I had my daughter four days out of the week and every weekend. Wow. Colossal. Colossal loss. That's a colossal loss. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Sorry to hear that. He already had leverage. What happened? I was wondering what the cause was. That's terrible. Damn, we got to get on with this show. Vaughn says, no, coach. Guy, she pulled over, attacked her. Yeah, that's what I figured out. Thank you, man. Wow. Somebody says, rational rationality says, Winnie the Pooh. I got honey. I got honey. All right. Appreciate you, brothers, man. And um, I was going to mention something else. Oh, I'm Nova's going to have a channel here on YouTube here very soon. And I'm going to find Kaylee's for 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 them to get licked on the face. That's going to be the that's going to be the channel. All right. The cover is going to be a blonde getting whole Scooby Doo licked on her face. Pause. All right. So anyway, we did start the show already. So let's get into this point right here. Let's get into the point. Right. Here. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Uh, Let's talk about what's the behavior going on here. Despicable, reprehensible behavior. Uh, let me see here. This is something that uh -oh. should be encouraged. What? They won't let me pause. And what is this? Against All right, hold on for a second. Here it goes right here. All right, I got to rewind the film. What are we doing? What is this ish? All right, can, all right, this is it right here. Uh, this is a young girl. This is a basketball game, a basketball tournament. Any of you guys know about AAU? It says mom who told daughter to sucker punch opponent during a... What the hell? They didn't got rid of my story. Oh, there it is right there. Mom who told daughter to suck a punch opponent during basketball game ordered to take anger management. This is yesterday. Let's go ahead and bold the film. Does it have an advert? Get more of the good day it LA does. you love. It has a good day LA. Shout out to good day LA and Tony McEwing. How long are you going to be on the show, bro? Tony McEwing still on the show. Is, is that damn other girl still on the show? The weather girl, Julia. Okay, so here it is right here. Oh, damn. Here it is right here. Let's go ahead. She's being charged. The Look. assault is hard to watch. Watch this. These two teenage girls playing basketball Ooh, last wee. month when the daughter of former NBA Bang. player Corey Benjamin sucker punches the other in the neck, knocking the, the neck. girl to the court. What's worse, her mom yelling at her in the viral video to do it. <sighs> I can hear it. Lauren Ham had a concussion. She's missed school at Pacifica Christian in Newport Beach. Oh, they didn't put her whole damn school out? Oh, man, what is this, man? Stop, stop. Why'd they put her whole damn school out? She's a victim now. She did get punched pretty good. Emotionally scarred. We as parents uh -oh. need to do better for our children. Uh -oh. And that's simply it. Oh, uh, you already messed up. You done pushed the Asian. You know, stop Asian hate. Um, You know they gonna get that sympathy bug out. They gonna milk this forever. But uh, anyway, she did get punched pretty good. She probably has never gotten punched in her life, what I'm assuming right now. And uh, the tiger mom is ain't having it. She ain't having it. Do better by her child and for her child. And I'm glad that she's being held accountable for her regrettable, regrettable actions. 
Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer has charged the girl's mom with battery and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Wow. The mom is facing up to a year behind bars. Wow. The mom. Wow. Contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Battery. The mom. Now, this young girl, the one that hit uh, the other girl, Ling Ling, uh, that girl looks like she's punched somebody before. So that's the problem. Mm. Okay. So the, 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 the black girl, let's just call her Tamika. Looks like she's punched someone before. That's not the first time she's punched someone. Uh, the other girl who got dropped never has been punched. Okay, but she could have. She could have done some real damage because obviously, if you know, when you get punched, the punch is one thing. But if you happen to go unconscious after the punch, that floor is unforgiving. All right, you get punched twice, and let's see if she hits her head. DA Spitzer says competitive greatness is something that should be encouraged, but encouraging violence against a rival player is criminal. I will not allow a child to be intentionally subjected to physical harm under the guise of a youth sporting event under any circumstances. And by the way, Benjamin the and their attorney are okay. now apologizing. My client and her family are deeply and sincerely remorseful. This is an unfortunate incident involving a very hard working and promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the problem is people get emotional at these basketball games and uh, competitive sports. We had the uh, situation with the Denver Bronco player, former Denver Bronco player. His brother uh, deleted a coach. We've seen referees get punched out. Um, I started to, with my son's basketball, uh, when my, my daughter's tennis, I was pretty, um, I was pretty uptight. I, I never screamed or yelled anything, but you can't really. But uh, when my kid played and I stopped coaching them, I just went to chill. All right. I wasn't too hyped or, or all of that. Other parents was like, acting like this was life or death. I was like, no kid ain't going to do nothing in high school anyway. All right. So chill out. Uh, but in this situation, people get emotional. They probably were losing the game or they probably weren't getting the call. The girl in the video, the girl in the video, when she fell, wasn't even responsible for the fall. Let's go ahead and show you that. And now she's so. Uh, let's see here. Being charged. The assault is hard to and watch. by the way, she don't look These like she can play no basketball. Playing basketball last month when the daughter of former NBA player Corey Benjamin sucker punches the other her daughter to cross. So you the see line, right there, she fell in the her. She fell in the her. Daughter to cross the line. Encouraged her daughter to cross. She wasn't even doing nothing. Encouraged her daughter to cross. Encouraged her daughter to cross the line. Wait a minute. And now she. The girl that got punched didn't even do nothing. <laughs> That's what I hate. You ever do that? Somebody calls. Uh, make themselves look embarrassed, and then they trying to punch everybody out. You like, bruh, you did that to yourself. <laughs> Who is Corey Benjamin, by the way? Mm. Who is Corey Benjamin? All right, let's get to the next story. Tommy Lawrence still salty at men. Let's hear Tommy Lawrence still going off on men. Yeah, that's a daughter of a former basketball player. Let me look up Corey Benjamin. I don't want to put him out there because he probably wasn't even at the game. Mommy was at the game, but uh, Corey Benjamin here. Let me see here. He played for the Chicago Bull, Oregon State. I remember him. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. He's from, uh, he from the IE. Mm, that explains it. You know the Inland Empire. He from Fontana. Inland Empire, though. Yeah. They be acting up out there. They probably got to tap in when you go to the Inland Empire, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. He said, Corey Benjamin pays child support for that child. Why they ain't put the mom's, he says, why they ain't put the mom's name out? Did they, did they not put the mom's name out? 
Let me see if they didn't. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it says mother. Let me see here. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, they did. Her name is uh, Tina. Her name is Tina, whose legal name is Latira Shanti Hunt. We got to do better. We got to do better. Latira Shanti Hunt. Yeah. Anyway, that's her name. And she going to jail. It says right here, they um the it says right here, the judge ordered Wednesday that Hunt will be required to pay Ham's family more than nine thousand dollar, nine thousand dollars write written apologies to Ham, her parents, and both basketball clubs and undergo anger management before she's allowed to attend any games. We got to do better. All right, editors, pay attention. We're switching subject. Why is Tommy Lawrence still salty? about men well let's go ahead and remind you of what tommy lauren is and who she is um if you guys remember she is uh the woman the we, we talked about her she's the flatback she's the flatback we do we need to get the like button hit uh here it is this is tommy lauren remember her i did a video everybody did a video about her uh she glitched she was a she's a conservative talking host and everybody assumed she's a traditional woman and i warned you about trad cons traditional conservatives uh, when it when when it, the advantage favors them, they're going to turn from traditional conservative to feminist. So that's my video right there. Uh, look at me back in the day. Look at me back there. I still got the same T-shirt on. I still got the same T-shirt on. How in the hell is that possible? I'm a little fatter, too, by the way. Here it is right here. This is Tommy. I'm going to give you a sample of what got her in trouble. This is part two. This is the original video because she done scrubbed it from the whole damn Internet. Okay, the only way I can play her original video is to show you another content creator's video, and I refuse to do it. So I got to show you the second video. Let's go ahead and listen. Next thing, value, value. Okay, value, value. Take that in. Just repeat it to yourself until it makes sense. She thinks she's smart. <laughs> okay, if you want to date a girl that has nothing going on, then that's fine. But please do not mix in people like me and my friends who have something going on with your other girls that have nothing going on. And by nothing going on, I mean this. I don't, there is no job that is unimportant. There is no job that's not valuable or that's not worthy, it is. But if you wanna mix in people like me and people like my friends who are go-getters, who work really hard, who make their own money, who are talented, skilled, ambitious, please don't mix us in with the Tatianas. So that's same as saying independent. That's basically what she's saying. By the way, she flat backed it and flat fronted and all that stuff. Can you imagine listening to this voice and listening to her bragging and this and that and this and that and I got this and I got that. I got my own money. I got me a TV show. Could you imagine? This is actually just like, oh. She got one job. And that's to just sit there and put your makeup on in your extensions and look pretty. But nope, she can't do it. We don't want to be there. If that's what you want, find them. Please, for the love of God, do not mix us in with them because we don't want to be there. And quite frankly, we take it as an insult if we find out that you are also talking to five Tatianas who have nothing going on. But I will be talking to five Tatianas. 
listen, you're not enough for me. Listen, you're nice and all. You'll be a nice little piece of candy to take around every now and then. Might want to do a couple of push-ups and all that, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you're a fine little thing to take around, but you're kind of annoying, so I'm going to need the five Tatianas. I mean, that's just the way it goes. People like me and my friends are going to be insulted by that, and there's almost really no coming back from it. So if you want that kind of a girl, the kind of girl who's just kind of happy, going through the motions of life, not really super ambitious, hasn't really found herself yet, doesn't really have a whole lot going on other than she's pretty, please just go after them, and please do not mix us in. <laughs> So what, what makes you different? That's what I'm asking. She's saying because I'm ambitious and I'm this. You got lucky. You have to be a you happen to be a young 22 year old pouty, uh, pouty faced, uh, you know, like kind of like a, this little sassy little thing. And it worked. And you've been playing that role, that character for quite a long time. Just just milking it. But it's OK. I'm not I'm not shaming you for that, Tommy. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be milking it. But other than that, if you didn't look the way you look and how old, the, the age you were, you wouldn't have got on board. So it had to do with your looks. And to be honest, once the cameras are off, we don't want to hear all of that little feisty little stuff you be saying on the Internet and on TV. Nobody, nobody cares once the cameras are off and all those lights are off, you know, because Fox News be having lights underneath, underneath the person to get the eye. They be having lights on the side, lights on the top. Yeah, to make you look good. But anyway, we don't want to be there. I promise you. What else? So you got? Value, value, value. There's value. a lot of women out there that I know that are my good friends who have amazing jobs, who work really hard, but who can't seem to find a decent guy, even if they go up in age five to 10 to 15 years. Uh Oh, yeah, they're that junior college is. So remember when I told you women are mad, like she said, because at the time she made this video, she was 28, five to 10 to 15 years. That puts 45. That puts them, that man, at 40 in his mid-40s. And then when men in their mid-40s start dating these younger women, these 40-year-old women be like, how dare you date that young woman and these young women don't want you and blah, blah, blah. But she just admitted that her and her friends go up 5, 10 to 15. Oh, boy. They be telling on themselves. This is not the new rant. This is the old rant. But we're going to show you. We're going to show you the new one. Because those guys all want to be with 21-year-olds who have nothing going on. No, no, no. We want to be with 21-year-olds who got a whole bunch going on. They got that thing going on. It's very unfortunate. I don't think it's going to be fulfilling. But I would say to the men. Not for them it ain't, but for him it is. Out there, try to maybe find a woman that you can talk to, communicate no, with. No. Ladies, y'all getting it wrong. Ladies, y'all getting it wrong. Men don't care about talking and communicating with you. I wish men could tell you this. Why can't men tell men? Okay, let's put, let's do this. And then we'll show you the new rant. She just went on last week. Ladies and gentlemen, make a list. Make a list of all the things you want your woman to do. <laughs> make a list of all the things you want your woman to do. And please tell me where talk and communicate comes in. Now, ladies, put your list together just so we can put it next to each other and show you how off we are. And I'm talking about we're going to keep it as an average because there's always that one man, that lonely heart. God, I love my woman to talk. Put the list, put it in order. This is how we do things. We don't do it and just shame you guys because you should want a woman that knows how to talk. If he doesn't want a woman that can talk and communicate, Fine, let him do that. Don't shame him. 
Well, you're going to be unfulfilled and unhappy. No, I'm not. I'll be fine. Put it the list. Put the list together and then put it against the women who have the list up there. You guys need to get your emotional language and talk and communicate with us. We don't. Listen to how you communicate to us. You're talking down to us. You're nagging. You're preaching. You're unbearable. You're insufferable. You're you're boring. <laughs> like, why would I want to talk to you? Let's get let's show it again. Why do I want to talk to this individual? Somebody answer this question. She this is not a person you want to sit around talking to. Nothing going on. It's very unfortunate. I don't think it's going to be fulfilling. But I would say to the men out there, try to maybe find a woman that you can talk to, communicate with, might actually have her shit together, might actually be ambitious and have something going on or want to have something going on. I don't care what she does. She doesn't have to be on TV. She doesn't have to be a PhD. She doesn't have to be a television producer. She doesn't have to own her own company, but be ambitious and have something going on. Those women out there are going to be a lot more fulfilling to you. You're actually going to enjoy your time. She's trying to convince us. She's trying to convince us that we'll, it will be better for us to hear these people talking what hold on for a second and if sir she doesn't have to own her own company you'll be fulfilled and you'll be happier she's she's trying to force it down us you need therapy that's when they say men should go to therapy you're forcing it on us all right stop but be ambitious and have something going on those women out there are going to be a lot more fulfilling to you you're actually going to enjoy your time and if you actually might want a sustainable and healthy and stable relationship that's probably the kind of girl you're going to need to find, not the Tatiana's who just want to look cute and post Instagram stories. No, no, you don't want that, gentlemen. You don't want that. You want this. Mm. <laughs> she literally going, you don't want no cute young girl that got enough who don't have a lot of cellulite on their body. You don't want that. You want me. She like this. And that's you. She's trying to convince us what we want. Yeah, we want, yeah, <laughs> said we want that. Where the Tatiana's at? If we're comparing the two, if we're comparing the two, do we want this or do you want the Tatiana? I'm going Tatiana. I'm not taking this. This is a bad deal. Now, I love a good Instagram story. Y'all know I do. I love a good boomerang. I love a good whatever. But if that's all you do, nah. man, if that's all she does. Nah, nah, nah. Probably Houston, we have a problem. Just going to let you in on a little tip okay yeah thank you for that uh let's go to her latest rant uh here she is that that was see as you can see as you can see this is tommy lauren now okay this is tommy lauren now uh three and a half years later and it's showing and it's showing she has a quite different look although she was not in hair and makeup in the previous video so she is now this is her now all right less than two three years later you can tell she didn't put on a little bit of wall there. She's turning it. She's hitting a little wall. She fighting it. Let's hear what. Let's see if her. He said, damn, three years. She looked 10 years older. huh? All right. Uh, let's go here. Sorry. Tommy Lauren going to be pissed at me. She can be like, how dare you? Hey, Tommy, if you got something to say, come see me. You got something to something? No, no, no. We ain't going to fire her off no videos. Why don't you come down to Vegas? Let's go full screen for a second. Hey, Tommy. What I'm going to tell you is, if you got something to say, why don't you say it to my face? Yeah, just, just come here. Come on here. I'll tell you my address and all that. I'll pick you up from the airport. Why don't you just 
Why don't you come on? <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. We ain't going to fire no shots on Twitter. Why don't you just bring your ass here? All right, right here. Right here in front of me. Anyway, he said, come closer. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. Bring your ass. All right, anyway. <laughs> check in. Yeah, Tommy, go on and check in. Check in when you get to Vegas. All right, I'll pick you, I'll pick you, up, I'll pick you up personally in a 9-11. Anyway, is she from Vegas? All right. I'll take I'll take you for a spin. All right, let's go in here. Bring your ass. All right, so anyway, this is going to be her. I know I'm talking noise on you, but, you know, make no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I still go there. Show me them feet. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and hear what she's ranting about now. Just don't talk. Just listen. The real pandemic is soft men in this country. What happened? What happened? There are so many women Hold out up. there who are successful who can't find Wait. the real pandemic is soft men in this country. There are so many women out there who are successful who can't find anybody out there because successful men want the 25-year-olds who just want to be on Instagram and post their purses and their yachts and this and that. We have a scarcity of real men, and I don't know how we change that. We start. Wait, man, wait, wait, wait. She sound like she talking the same <laughs> She ain't got off the talking points yet, bro. She's still done. Now, have you noticed the age is going up? All right. Remember, it was 21-year-old when she was 28. But now, let's take a look at how old Tommy is. Let's go ahead and see how old she is. Uh-oh, she didn't got over 30. You know what happened then, you know? Now she's over 30. When she was 27, 28, she was talking about 21-year-olds. Now she's talking about 25 years old. It done moved up. Why did it move up? Because you didn't move up in age two. All right, this is what she kind of really looks like right there uh but uh let's see uh let's go back to the twitter now she done moved up to 25 she's still saying the same thing bro here we go the real pandemic is soft men in this country soft men because they don't want to date you and your friends okay she's engaged but that doesn't mean anything she was getting engaged to someone else and it didn't work out but they're soft because they don't want to. Now, I'm not disagreeing with her that the men are soft. I I agree. But then she her reasoning is because what? There are so many women out there who are successful who can't find anybody out there because successful men want the 25 year olds who just want to be on Instagram and post their purses and their yachts and this and that. We have a scarcity of real men. And I don't know how real men real, they're dude. She throwing in Tommy. What's wrong with you, baby? Hey. Forever, my lady. Yeah, like a Hey, come and talk to me, Tommy. Why are you keep throwing this out? Why are they soft and not real? Because they want to. They don't want to date executive women. Executive women are not to be dated. They're for recreational purposes only. Unless you want to go into this real uh, equal partnership marriage that you think you're going to get into. Um, most of these executive women don't have time for this, and they want to put you on the shelf. Uh, they want to just see you when they want to see you. Oh, I can only see you two times a week. Like, they think that's a relationship. Now, that's not a relationship. That's a rotation. You're you're not in a relationship with me if you see me two or three times in a week. You're in a rotation. That's what you are. <laughs> they be like, well, well, I can see you two days a week. Isn't that enough? That's fine. But we're not monogamous. You're Miss Monday and Thursday. And then there's going to be somebody else that's going to be Tuesday and Saturday. That's it. 
Why do people not get that? You in the ro- you in a rotation. We change that. We start spanking kids again. What are you talking about? Spanky kids, man. Hey, listen, man. I ain't even going to touch on what he's talking about. But he's just trying to pander. He didn't even set her straight. All right, you should have set her straight with your toupee and your hair plugs. Um, Allegedly. Let's get in here. The real pandemic is soft men in this country. There are so many women out there who are successful who can't find anybody out there. Because- they can't find anybody out there because men generally don't care about successful women. Generally. You will find one that it matches up. Even a guy who's successful himself will eventually be like, all right, yeah, I'm done with the Tatianas. But that's until he's like late 30s, early 40s. Until then, if he's successful early, he's going for the young girls. He's going to the junior college. He don't care about your degree. His degree doesn't give him an erection. It has no erection. Techn- oh, I have I have three degrees. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. There are so many women out there who are successful who can't find anybody out there because successful men want the 25-year-olds. How is that how how does that not make sense? That's exactly what it's supposed to be. Who just want to be on Instagram and post their purses and their yachts and this and that. We have a scarcity of real men and I don't know how we change that. We're not changing that. You're, what you're but listen, we have a scarcity of real men, yes. We have a, we have a, definitely we have a, um, we have weak men in this society. Yes, I agree. But not because successful men don't want these overrated, uh, highly successful women. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Man, Tommy, get it together, man. And by the way, listen, uh, go on to see me, yo, uh, go on to see me, your residents will go ahead and fly you in. We'll get you a Southwest want to get a Wayfair ticket. Hey. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Go get your seat pass. Go ahead and tuck yourself all the way in the back of the airplane. Middle seat. Bring your ass here. All right, we'll do it on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday so you don't have a lot of uh, of, of traffic coming here to Vegas. We'll take care of you. Uh, just come a little bit closer. Don't be shy. Absolutely incredible. Let's get to the contributors to today's show. Shout out to who is this in there? O'Neal Perez. He says, checking in and tapping in, coach. Free agent lifestyle for life. Yeah, that's the only thing we tapping into. King Hazy, checking in. Uh, checking in is mostly for rappers. Okay. Well, what about basketball players like Steven Jackson? No. He says, they like to go to bad neighborhoods and take pictures on the block, so they have to check in with gangs they're pretending to be in or get attacked dang, or extorted. Mm. Or extorted. So the tech, it, that should... Make a distinguish. They should distinguish this tapping in thing. Is this for normies like me? I mean, I'm a YouTube personality. Do I got to tap in? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, you didn't know you got to tap in. No, I didn't realize that. But yeah, these dudes like to go to the hood and be like, see, the hood loves me. The hood, I'm in these streets. I'm outside. Man, I don't know, man. We need to really change that. We need to change what's going on with our society because that don't make any sense. You guys fought this hard to be successful. And it's like it's like being rewarded with an overweight woman. You fight this hard, and they're like, hey, pick from these. And you're like, what? I should have stayed a pookie. Mm. Shout out to Jabari. He says, boy, I tell you, is one of my favorite catchphrases. All right, boy, I t- did I say that? Or who said that? Do I say that? I don't even know sometimes. I want to know. Tommy Lauren. Avery says, I'm a man, brother. Shout out to you. Um, Man, I w- should I talk about that Disney thing? 
I really wanted to stay away from the Disney thing. All right, junior college girls sending me feed pictures right here. This is absolutely reprehensible. Not during the show. <laughs> All right. They should know that. And uh, shout out to Brian Horsley in the building. Appreciate you on Cash App. And we are all caught up. All right, so now we're going to talk about, I did talk about She-Hulk already, but I'm talking about that, the Disney race thing. Everybody's here, the Black Mermaid. All right, and everybody setting a camera up. I tell you, you people are rep reprehensible. You guys setting your camera up. All right, I'm going to play the trailer for you. Plunk. All right, watch. What are we watching, mommy? Just keep looking at the screen, damn it. I got to get my Instagram picture. All right, here we go. Mommy, when I go and see the baby's face, the mermaid's face, keep watching the screen. Stop looking at the damn camera. Here we go right here. All right, baby, it's coming up. Here's our moment. Look at the screen. Here it is. Oh, mommy, it's Whitney Houston. Hold up. Reset it, reset it. It ain't no damn Whitney Houston. Nippy done died too long ago. It ain't no way. Let's run it again. Run it back, run it back, run it back. Let me play it again. All right, here we go right here. Here we go right there. Here we go. Here come the music right there. What the fuck? Like, who, who videos their kid watching the damn trailer? Oh, mommy, wow. It's a ninja. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? I think people are goofy. Like, like the kid knows you videoing them. Right? The kid looking at you like, like they don't know where to look at. What am I supposed to look at? You or the damn video? The ones that got it good, the lady crying, she turned the camera to herself. Hold over. I don't know. Showed all my info. Uh, she finally turned the camera to herself. How do I do it? She turned the camera to herself like this. She's like, <laughs> 15 years, 15 years. Sitting there and all, man, they finally. <laughs> Black mermaid. Man, look, we still sitting here. <laughs> it's student loan debt. Y'all out here broken or broke. And we we crying at a mermaid, bro. We crying at a mermaid. I'm telling you, the bar is low. I'm absolutely appalled at the stuff that people care about. Y'all take crumbs and y'all celebrate crumbs. He said, we've arrived. I'm mad that the redhead wasn't in there because I'm actually got a little bit of a thing for redhead girls, so I will definitely be in Scotland and Ireland. What about redheads, Field? Anybody tap in with them? What's the percentage of redheads in this country? Isn't that offensive to them? They only got one damn character. Maybe they got two. Merida, I believe, is a character redhead. What about the redheads? The redheads was like, yo, like that was my girl. <laughs> I literally thought we was doing redheads. This was our turn. No? <laughs> the redheads going, what the fuck? Like, damn, that's how y'all do me? Okay, got it. We gonna boycott when you do Merida, though. Oh, they did. yeah, they did Annie wrong. Yo, yo, what's up with the redheads, man? It ain't enough of them, maybe. What's the percentage of redheads in this country? There must not be enough, because they sure are treating y'all like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> they literally... They didn't took away Annie, put a black person in it. They didn't took away Ariel, black person. Redheads is like, if you touch Merida and Brave, we going to riot. You don't want to mess around. You don't want to mess around with redheads. I mean, they started the whole Salem witch trial. <laughs> they started the whole Salem witch trial. 
They was like, y'all witches. Burn them. All they had was red hair. But I think, man, I think this thing, obviously, I think Disney's going to do okay. They'll do okay at the box office because with the children, because the parents are going to take the kids. Uh, white people really don't care. They're like, look, kids don't really care. Like, I'm telling you, white parents, maybe in the South, the white parents are like, I refuse to take you. But if you have a daughter, you're taking her. I don't care what race you are. So they're going to take her to the thing. Is it going to do big numbers? Probably not. It's going to do what it, I think people are anticipating that it's going to do great numbers. And it's not. It's going to do like all of them do. It's going to be fine. Now, there are some people who are all bent out of shape about it. I don't think it's something to be bent out of shape about to be fair i don't think it's something to be bit yeah i get it they're swapping stuff they've been swapping a whole bunch of things not just disney everybody's been swapping and it shouldn't become as a surprise now if it was a transgender mermaid now that now we're going okay hold on that would be woke swapping the black girl on the on a, on a by the way this is old news by the way but i think just because the movie's coming out I mean, they're doing the woman king. I mean, we see where this is going. If they would have put a transgender boy in the mermaid suit, okay. Then I would be like, <laughs> I would be like, yo, y'all got something to say about this. And I bet y'all you'd be quiet as a church mouse. Pissing on cotton. You know why? Because you knew you'd get taken down for it. You wouldn't say nothing. Okay. Anyway, all these companies are just going away. They're trying to chase dollars. They're pandering. You think Disney care about black folks? They don't care about no black folks. All right, they're doing this to piss you off. <laughs> they're doing that to piss you off. But other than that, you know what these movies are doing. They're trying to do things to create a little bit of controversy and include people. We live in an age of inclusion where we're trying to just include everybody just for every reason we can. You know what I mean? Every commercialist. We have a wheelchair person. We have an autistic person. We have a fat person. We have a person with uh, antidepressants, mental health person. Who else we got? We got one white lady. She owns the whole company. We have a ninja, only a black, uh, black female ninja, though. No males here. She represents both black and female. We have a trans. We have a gay. We have a I'm like, do you got everybody else? All right. That's that's two percent of the population. Who else you got? Mm. <laughs> like, Come on. Like, okay, you 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 failed in for 2% of the population. The black woman's gay too, by the way. She's black, female, and gay. <laughs> like, yo, this is actually crazy, bro. Y'all actually like, we got, she's three for one. She's a three for one. And she's considering operation four for one. <laughs> I tell you, to me, I don't get pissed at it. I think it's goofy. I'm like, are we focusing on the results or now? We focusing on results? I Like, I'm a result-oriented person. I don't care about all that, man. I don't care who you got here. Look, let's get the job done. What are the results? Because oftentimes when they focus on that stuff, the results don't pan out. The results don't pan out. And they act like it's in a utopia, but it actually causes more problems. We actually did articles on that. When they put all those people together, they think, oh, and we're all going to be happy here. There's no old white men here. And Tyrone ain't here trying to sexually harass us. We're going to be happy. And then they still have the same problems as everybody else, even worse. And the results don't show. So I'm like, y'all focusing on the wrong thing. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to win. I can win with, hey, you can win with me or I can win without you. 
but I'm damn sure going to win. And whatever it's going to be, I ain't trying to lose, all right? I ain't, I'm not going to lose. You can win with me or I can win without you, but I'm not going to lose. And I'm not trying to lose out here trying to make everybody feel good about this stuff. Anyway, speaking of losing, Dr. John Deloney in this building. Uh, Dr. John Deloney added again. We're going to hear this man talk about what a bait and switch looks like. So before, but before we play that, I'm going to play a video of me just posting this on my YouTube shorts. I have a YouTube shorts. And look at there. Look at that old big ass head right there. Milk dud in the building. Uh, this is me here. Let's go ahead and see if I can refresh it and play it. Refresh. Men get married hoping that she won't change. Women get married hoping that he does change. Inevitably, both are wrong. And then both end up miserable. So she thinks you're going to change and grow out of everything that, that you are into now and become more mature. Now you're 40 years old, still playing video games. She doesn't get it. Why are you still playing video games? Well, I was born in a video game era. Inevitably, she thinks he's going to grow out of this. Oh, why are you still watching football games? Why are you watching three football games today? It pisses her off. What happens with her is you think she won't change. She changes. You don't. You're both unhappy about it. Men get married hoping that she I'm won't change. Happy. Women... <laughs> Okay, so that's typically what happens in just about all marriages, all right? Many people have to go through this struggle, and then both people are inevitably disappointed. And this is what happens a lot. So we're, let's go ahead and tap in and check in with Dr. John Deloney on this one. We're going to listen to a young man. And again, we're going to listen because we can't play his videos. They'd be mad when I'd be going in on him, right, D? Dr. John Deloney, man, I'm giving you some pub. I guaranteed I sent you 20,000 subscribers, all right? Let me see here. Let's go ahead and play his video here. Listen to this. Probably about the first minute is the most important. And then the second minute is when Dr. John sabotages him. But uh, let's go ahead and let me see. I'll share a video. I'll share the picture of him. There. Wait a minute. There he is right there. Hey, shout out to Dr. John, man. We missed you, man. It's been about a week and a half. There he is right there. Fair use. Fair use audio version. Remember, the picture's not going to move. I'll show you a little bit of clips here, but I'm, we're going to listen mostly. Let's go to Brandon in St. Louis. What's up, Brandon? What's up, Dr. D? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. What's up, brother? Hey, I just had a quick question for you. Hey, hold um, on. How old are you? I am 22, about to turn 23. All right, man. It's like 10 to 15 years and counting, and it's going to be colonoscopy time. Just go. All right. That's kind of true, though, but I'll give him that. Put that on your calendar, <laughs> my man. All right. That's so, right. What's That's up, right. dude? Hey, um, my wife. By the way, get your colonoscopy. And I, we've been married for a little over three months now, and I'm just wondering if you have any advice for keeping a healthy and sustainable marriage. And the reason I'm asking is I just feel like we're fighting a lot, uh -oh. especially for only being married for three months. And I'm wanting to, you know, I'm wanting things to change and just wanting to know if you have any advice for being a better husband and um, keeping a better relationship with my wife. What oh, boy. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. So here we go right here. Um, the guy three months in. Imagine, guys, you get married and three months in, you know, you made a mistake. He said, <laughs> Anthony Brian Logan says, go ahead and file, bro. Sadly, it's over. Yes, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this marriage is done. It's over, ladies and gentlemen.
it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better for here. I'm sorry to tell you um, if, if she's already telling you to go to marriage counseling or you got married and it's not what you expected, you're just going to have to live with it. It's it's over. If you're already fighting in three months, it's over. Now, wait till you hear what they're fighting about. This went to you. And so a lot of men get stuck in marriages like this. He's only three months in and he's stuck. He's legally stuck. Actually, he could probably get an annulment and act like the marriage didn't happen. All right. And he's 22 years old, already headed to the marriage wheel divorce. Let's go ahead and play it. Hey, Bob, man. Oh, man. We, uh, the primary things that we fight about are uh, like, the way we both handle physical touch, my wife is not a physical touch person and I am. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like she's definitely like changed. Um, she tries to, we both try to meet in the middle, but sometimes I just kind of get upset because. Okay. So we already know what's going on here. Let's go ahead and show him what my man is dealing with at 22, three years of marriage. Go ahead and roll the film. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? My man playing the ring game three months into his marriage. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So it, this is what he said. She changed. She said He said she changed. We're going to take his word for it. So what happened? She led with sex. We call it she flooded him with sex. She flooded him with affection to get what? Oh, just give me the ring. Oh, when we're married, we'll be fornicating every night. Oh, and then when they get married, he probably walked in the kitchen and grabbed her butt. Oh, yeah, baby, I want me some of this. And she probably said, why are you treating me like a piece of meat? You're always touching on me. You don't own me. You'd be like, I just married you. Hell. <laughs> I literally made a commitment to touch no other woman for the rest of my damn life. For the next 50, 11 years, I can touch no other woman. You live with me. I married you. Can I get a little squeeze at a Charmin? You're treating me like a piece of meat. I'm tired of every time you walk past me, you slap my butt. Now, fast forward. If he stops touching her, she's going to be like, what did I do wrong? You never hold, show any affection. You never hold me. You never touch me. You never show me attention. I walk by you butt naked. I jump out of the shower and you don't even look my way. Dude, and then she jumps out of the shower looking like this. <laughs> she jumps out of the shower. You aren't going to look at me. You're not going to touch me and fondle me. Why don't you touch me no more? All right, you push me into Chad's arm. You're going to push me into the arms of another man. Three months, 90 days, 
This woman already done shut off the spigot. Hold on. It's Sam. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like she's definitely like changed. Um, she tries to, we both try to meet in the middle, but sometimes I just kind of get upset because in the middle. it's still different. And then, uh, hold on, hold on. Just that, like kinda, tell, tell, let's dig ahead. into that real quick and I'll go to the next one. Oh boy. Um, yeah. You phrased that as you, you spoke about that as differences in physical touch needs. Okay. Very common in marriages. But the way you ended up, you landed there was you feel deceived. She changed on you. She used to be one way. You thought you were getting one thing, and now you've got something else. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so uh, we, when we were dating, um, I like to hold. Uh, When we were dating. Hands and, you know, like hug kind of in public. And I'm not, I I try not to be cringy or anything, obviously. Okay, good. Don't be gropey, Gary the Oh boy. Don't be gropey. Don't grope her. Don't be gropey and grapey. That's his girl. Come on, man. What is this how way we get? Oh, I can't touch you. Hold on for a second. We're dating. Um, I like to hold hands and, you know, like hug kind of in public. And I'm not, I I try not to be cringy or anything, obviously. Okay, good. Don't be gropey. Gary the groper. No, no, not at all. Not at all. All right. And, uh, she was very hesitant to do that. And I, when closer to the time we were getting married, I asked her if that was going to change in her marriage because, you know, we were going to make a, a lifetime commitment to each other. And she was telling me that she, that it was going to be different um, because um, we were going to be married. And, and it's changed a little bit, but I just, I don't think that it's changed as much as I thought. So I don't think that she's, that she deceived me by any chance, by any, by any means, but it kind of is a little different than what I was thinking. And okay. So before we get to Dr. John, um, so yeah, I mean, he, he, he asked her, you don't seem very affectionate. Are you going to carry this on after we get married? And she said, and that's you. (laughs) And she said, of course, just give me the ring. Give me the knife. Give me the knife. Give me the ring. Give me the likes. Just give it to me. Just give me the ring. I'll change. She don't have to change, bro. After you marry her, you're done. And he got caught. Now, let's hear what Dr. John, 90-day done marriage in the building, what Dr. John has to say about that. Yeah, she got his ass. Work through that. You, You just nailed it. You have a picture of what lifetime commitment looks like. Yeah. And it's that where you or high touch, high intimacy, sex all the time. We hold hands in public. She nuzzles the back of my neck. Like you have all these things that this is what lifetime commitment romance looks like. Fair? Right. And she, oh, has, yeah, a, yeah. she has a different picture of what lifetime commitment romance looks like. It might be you always have food on the table and you always, the trash just magically disappears from inside the house and the bed magically gets made. Right. So her picture of lifetime commitment could look very different. And that is the dance of being married, right. Is, yeah. is coming up with a new picture. Okay. So you're, you're on to the next thing. What was the next thing? Yeah. Uh, I would say that the biggest thing uh, is probably, so there's like little things that we could, that may not necessarily need to be a fight at all. But I think they turn into them because we handle, we both have, we both handle anger, um, angerness different. So if I'm angry about something, then you've kind of talked about like you use silence as a weapon. That's how I 
do it is I'm just kind of turn quiet and kind of shut myself off. Whereas my wife will sort of rage out. And so both are wrong. Uh, and I definitely can do better. Now, see, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think both are wrong. Both are just are maybe the situation with which they hurt somebody else or when they are applied right. to somebody else. Right. I, I, right. I'm a guy that defaults to silence. Okay. This is what the problem is. The problem is he ain't getting no pussy. That's what he ain't getting. He ain't getting no cash. I got money. That's the, the problem is. Your rent's due, motherfucker. The problem is he's paying his ass and he ain't getting no peace leave. That is the problem. And it's leading him to be a little less willing to communicate. You got to get this guy some pussy. That's what you got to give him. You got to give him that cat. <laughs> and the problem is he's not getting it. And so he's he's going He's going, well, why do I need to put up with this other stuff? Remember, he asked him what the other problems were. Oh, well, and he started shuffling. You know what the problem is? You ain't getting no peace leave. That's the end all be all. He ain't getting the cootie cat, and he's not able to go on with life. She's telling him, hey, take the garbage out. Hey, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? He's like, why don't you bend over and grab your ankles? All right. How come you ain't doing that? Well, you don't owe me. I don't have to do nothing. And so he's like, what did I do to myself? He's like, this is gone. He's gone. And he's 22. I think she was 21. And uh, this is quite typical. I don't think this woman wants to be married, just to be honest with you. She doesn't want to be married to him. And I think, I guarantee you, she's going to pull the rug from under his feet. She's going to divorce him. Within, within the next six months, she's going to divorce him. And they're going to just wipe their hands of each other. She's going to walk and he's going to be hurt. Till a switch flips. That's what my wife calls it. And, um, man, that's a good thing. I don't say stupid things. I've never hit any, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not a violent guy. Man, what you talking about? Um, and so silence is a great default network. It's start when I husband. use silence. Yeah. That, this is, he's the starter husband. Absolutely. He's definitely the starter husband. To get my way. That's when I'm I'm misusing or sometimes exploding. Like, will you please just hear me? Or I'm so frustrated. At um, man, I I totally get that. It's when it you do that at somebody and you hurt somebody, right? So I don't want to I don't want to lionize those things. Let me let me back up a little bit here. Um, please back up. You're 22. How old is she? She is uh, 21. Yeah, that's y'all are really young. Why'd you get married so young? We've been dating for a few, uh, we've been dating for a little over two years, about almost three. Okay. And we, we waited, we wanted to get married right after he graduated just because living situation and we felt kind of, we, we wanted to get, like, we wanted to figure things out as we grew up together, okay. um, instead of trying to do it separately and then coming. Let me, let me tell you guys, let me just say something right now. Um, somebody thinks they're Asian. Uh, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're TCU white. I think they're like some Texas Christian, some Christian school shit. All right. But, but, um, what it sounds like, uh, we have to stop counting relationships. Like you, you haven't been dating for two years now, not when you're 19 or 20, y'all still practicing, but, um, men, you can marry a 21 year old at any point in your life. You don't have to rush in and marry a 21 year old. All right. When I got married, I think I was 28 and my wife then was 25. Okay. So. I was slight. I was a little bit older, slightly older, and um, I don't think 
at 22, you should be marrying a 21-year-old. You could get that in four years if you wanted to do that. You could go, like, what was, unless there was something spectacular about her, which there wasn't, she wasn't even affectionate to you when you were dating and engaged. So you could go back and get a 22-year-old, I mean, years down the line, five, not even, I'm not talking about not even getting to age 40 and getting a 21-year-old, which you can. I'm just saying five, six years down the line, you can get you a 21-year-old. So you don't have to rush. He doesn't have to rush. She does in a sense, but she, you know what I mean? Like, I think she got married for all the wrong reasons. And I think probably religion or some religious school, TCU, something like that got into her. You know, coming together after a while of doing that. Cool. So let me tell you a story. Like, so when I first got married, um, I remember the time my wife, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show or not. I, I remember the time my wife was next to me in the bathroom brushing her teeth. And I remember she took her toothbrush and then she put toothpaste on the toothbrush. And because she's a serial killer, she shoved it directly into her mouth and just started brushing her teeth. And I remember looking at her and I said, you're doing that wrong. To which she's wise and she was like, I don't know. This is a thing that you can do wrong. Um, enlighten me, Obi-Wan. And I said, well, the way you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to put toothpaste on the toothbrush and then put it under the water first and then put it in your mouth. Weirdo. Yeah. Bruh, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, man. What in the... Boy, these are married people. Hey, look, when you see married people, this is, this is the married people they be talking about. This is marriage for you right here. You know, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you put your toothbrush on. These are married people, man. Y'all want to jump into this shit? Oh, my God. Let me continue here. Wow. And someone who doesn't hate babies. And so we both walked into our marriage with just a picture of here's how you brush teeth, right? Both of you guys are dealing with... I thought my life was going to continue as is. I was just going to have my husband or wife move into my, my life. Mm. And so what you're here, what you're experiencing a super normal, please don't overreact to it. Okay. You probably feel trapped. You probably feel buried up to your neck, right? Like, what have I done? Have you had those thoughts? Oh yeah. I, I wish you would just come in and say, I, I, we shouldn't have done this. And she would just leave. Like, I wish I could like, there's just this, I get it. And then if you're like most, not most, like many, um, you have thoughts and then you get really upset that you had those thoughts. Like you're some kind of bad guy, right? You're not, okay? What you have is two people trying to live lives in their own lane and drag the other person over into their lane because this is the way life is going to be. And what you haven't done yet, and this is what getting married at 28, 29, or 30 will give you, is some tools to say, we are no long, our, the lives we led are over. They do not exist anymore. We now have to, in real time, we have to change our lives. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, the circus. Oh, oh. This is what y'all trying to get married to. This is what y'all doing. This is what y'all doing, man. Wow. This is what happens when you go to marriage counselor. You listen to somebody talking about their toothbrush, how you see your marriage. How about tell these people, man, to get the hell out of there? And that's you. How about tell her the easiest thing that he could have told her is tell her, man, hey, man, if you don't cooperate, if you don't start giving me no tail, it's over. And that why can't people tell wives that? I mean, there's people who do, do tell wives that, hey, man, you need to start giving up some tail. You need to have sex with your your husbands. Nah, they don't want to do that. I, I, I don't have to give them nothing. I don't have to give them nothing. They really violate the social contract. And here it is. The marriage will is undefeated. Sometimes you go through the marriage will in five to 12 years. Sometimes you go through it in 90 days. This woman went through the marriage will in 90 days. They're done. There's no coming back from this. They're already considering marriage counseling after 90 days. They're already off the marriage rails. They're no, they're, there's no give and take. I'm trying to meet in the middle of having sex with my wife in 90 days. Guys, that is the way, that's the jump off point. You guys got to get out at that particular point. I didn't even, ha man, my marriage wasn't like this. This wasn't that bad. But if anybody thinks that this is going to get better, that marriage is going to get better, it is not. He's not going to be happy, and he's probably going to stick around long enough to wait for her to divorce him. That's all. <laughs> or he's going to cheat. He's going to cheat, right? And then she's going to be mad. How dare you cheat on me within the first year? No, eh. He wasn't giving me none. He's going to be on seeking. He's 22. I mean, a 22-year-old man. And if he's a religious 22-year-old man, odds are that was one of the biggest reasons he got married, right? Because he thought he was going to get some ass. And he's like, I should have stayed single rather than doing this. What, what am I doing? So this is the marriage will, if you guys don't know. It took me, it took me eight years to complete this circle, like eight and a half, nine years. Took me nine years, almost nine years to complete this. This fool got to the bait and switch in 90 days. It probably was less than that. Somebody says, I think she's cheating. Hmm. It could be possible she's cheating. I mean, that that could be that could be plausible. It could be it could be possible. I don't think she was sexually attracted to the guy. Honestly, I don't think she was sexually attracted to the guy. Remember, she wouldn't even hold hands with him when they were engaged. He was like, look, look, Britch, when we get married, I ain't going to put up with this. Oh, I'll change. Right. Mm. And she probably was getting her back blown out in between uh, the wedding and all of that um, by her other partner. One thing that I want to relate to men um, is that when you choose a person to marry, there's another bull in the ring. There's always another man. Anytime you meet a woman. She's never single. There's always another guy. And when you're dating her along and you're sleeping with her, there's another dude. There's her ex-boyfriend. There's the guy she wants to marry, but that guy, he's not on the same time frame, right? He's like still living his life. Oh, I'm a free agent. I don't want to marry you, but he can deliver that salami pause. And she's hoping that that guy proposes before you do. You're around. You're the safe option. 
You're the starter husband. You're safe. She'd be like, I'll marry you if I'll marry you if my ex doesn't take me back. I'll marry you if this dude, the football player on the football team, gets drafted and then leaves me high and dry. And then you're then you're that option. You're you're the option after in between those two. And then you go pop, you pop the ring. You pop the ring right here. You pop the ring on her. And then she goes, oh shit. Oh shit. Because now I gotta decide. Am I gonna get rid of these two, which the, these are the options I want, and or go with the safe option? And then she goes, Okay, I'll marry you. Oh, thank you. How long is the engagement? Oh, a year and a half. Okay. I said, year and a half. All right, all right, all right. You don't get me wet, but you're safe. And then she goes to check in on the other guys who I got engaged. She checks in with him. He'd be like, oh, congratulations, broad. Good. You'll be happy with that guy. She's like, damn, all right, he don't want me back. She goes to the dude, the big dude, Tyrone or the Chad. I got married. Look at the ring. Look at the ring. He put a ring on it. He'd be like, oh, damn. I was going to marry you in three years. Really? She's going to marry me in three years? So she's like, oh, shit, should I hold out? Wait. <laughs> so she always has these options, right? She always has these options like, okay, this is what it is. And in the back of her mind, you're just the safe option. And in the back of her mind, she could just divorce you. I could just divorce him when the other guy's ready. And I can jump off you and jump onto him. I've talked to many, many women. And when you get them around or drunk or get them in a situation where they um, they know that you can keep secrets and you're trustworthy, all personal trainers know this, all hairdressers know this, all psychologists and massage therapists know this, we get all the secrets. And I've talked to plenty of married women. When they got married, when they got chose to be married by their current husband, there was another guy. There was at least one other guy on the field. There was at least one other bull in the ring. She was just, there was, there was a, there's no women that have zero options. There was another guy that she was like, okay, pushing you along. This guy's going to propose to me. I can feel it. So what are you going to do? Shit or get off the pot. But what she doesn't know is she going to dump this dude and she's going to run into the arms of the football player guy. Hi, I finally left my husband and he going to clap her cheeks to death. He going to give her the clap of death. And he going to pump and dump her ass, leave her high and dry within three months. And he going to be like, yeah, I'm still not ready. <laughs> I'm still not ready. And then she's going to be sitting there going, wait a minute. Oh, uh, you know, this is what's going to happen. So this is the this is what women don't tell you. Ladies, if you guys were honest with men, men would actually be able to pursue you in a natural way. But no, you don't want to be honest with men. Don't. There's always another bull in the ring. You propose to a woman, she went, she went immediately and called the other dude. And was like, uh, somebody says, happening to me currently, coach. Yep. And yes, it's raw dog while you were wearing condoms. <laughs> you were wearing condoms the whole time. Same thing as you guys that date women. You take women on a date. Her ex-boyfriend, oh, I just got out of a relationship. The ex-boyfriend still hitting those cheeks. Raw. Raw ski. Without question. And he'll show up and he'll hit the skins and he'll get the hell out. Because they're broken up. They're, they're, they're broken up right now. Remember, oh, I got pregnant on the break. We, I got pregnant. I didn't cheat on you. We were on the break. Right? 
So there's a dude hitting it Rosky. Now, when you show up on date number one, she just broke up. She's testing the field. She already cheated on that guy. But anyway, she's out there. You take her on date number one. Ah, thank you very much. And she pats you on the back. All right. She pats you on the head. And she goes back home with the, her leftovers from claim jumper. And then the boyfriend slides through, claps her cheeks. Okay. And you're at home. What should I send her? Should I send her a text? Uh, should I send her a card, flowers? Should I send her a message saying, thank you? I'm looking forward to you. She's probably in her bed, clutching her pillow, thinking about our date. She's probably thinking about, you know, all of the things that I did and the silly jokes that I told. And she's probably has butterflies in her stomach. She probably wanted to sleep with me on the first date, but she wants to be a woman. She wants to be a lady. She probably wanted to kiss me too, but nah. <laughs> and then you go, oh, uh, may I, I'll text her. Oh, did you make it inside the house? Oh yeah. You made it inside the house. Oh, good. Uh, uh, well, listen, we'll, we'll schedule a second day. How about next Thursday? I'll take you out and we'll go mini golfing. We'll have fun. Yes, 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 yes. This will be great. Oh uh, boy. She didn't text me back. She didn't text me back on the second message. Hmm. Maybe she fell asleep. Maybe she's washing her hair. Maybe she's washing her hair. She, she'll text me in the morning. She texts you in the morning. Ping, ping. Oh, I went to sleep. I fell asleep. Oh, my goodness. I had a headache and I had a migraine. I fell asleep. I, I got to you today. Yeah, but I'll see you Thursday for mini golfing. Okay. I'll see you Monday, Thursday. Oh, boy. I got another date. And you take her out on sec second date. Oh, boy. In between the date you had and the date, the second date, <laughs> she getting pounded. She getting clapped Rosky by her ex-boyfriend and a couple of other dates, a couple of other chads that she met on Tinder or Bumble that done slid through. So two or three dudes done wore that thing out. So you go on the second date. Oh, I'm going to close now. Always be closing. I'm going to close. I'm going to close in for the kiss. I'm going to see if she's affected. Oh, look at that mini golf. Let me work on your, let me work on your stance. This is what you do. And you hit the ball like this. Oh boy, are we connecting? We're connecting very good. Let me see if I can go in. Let me break the touch barrier. Break the touch barrier. <laughs> I'm breaking the touch barrier. Oh my God. I touched her around the waist. Ooh, I felt that booty. Booty. Ooh, it was soft. Oh my gosh. I rubbed it up against her when I was teaching her how to swing my thing. Oh my God. Ah. Uh, I bet you we gonna go home tonight. Oh, lady. Hey, listen, our mini golf date is all good. Uh uh, let's go home and cook together. I I I brought some noodles and salmon. You can come over to my place and we'll have noodles and salmon. All right, you in there cooking, looking at her. You putting your secret sauce in there. She helping you unpack the noodles and all of that stuff. Look, I'll put the butter in. Oh, my God, this is great. After you done and drank a couple of glasses of wine and listen to Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra, oh, you want to go inside my bedroom? <laughs> you go inside the bedroom. You go into the bedroom. You do a whole bunch of foreplay and fondling 45 minutes later. You ready to explore? Roar! But you're like, I got to hold it back. You know what been happening to her the previous four days? So she's like, oh man, if I if I do this, she gonna see, he gonna see that I'm leaking Chad. If I do this, he gonna smell that thing. I, gonna, if I, I don't want to smell that thing. I'm not gonna rush. I can't, I've been clapping cheeks all week. And you trying to get your old jollies off. All right. And she finally feels you. You've been following each other for 45 minutes and she feels that condom in your pocket. Is that a condom? Uh, uh yeah. Um, you know, I just always have one in my pocket, you know, it's just, just in case, you know, 
emergency breaking, you know, emergency condom in a glass, you know. Well, did you did you actually think we were gonna do something tonight? Well, you know, I just carry one just in case. I mean, I just I figure we this was the second date. You never know. I mean, better to be prepared and not prepared, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't want to move too fast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Move too fast? Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? And plus, I'm on my period, and uh, yeah, don't want to run a red light. I, I didn't think I was getting any anyway, but you know, perhaps maybe the next day. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but when can I see you again? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she goes home. You're like, oh, damn. All right. Well, guess what? Squishy, squashy time. This is going to be 30 seconds, but squashy. <laughs> and you turn on your little clip. Let me go on into the bank. Okay, yep, right there. Oh, yes, that girl. There she is. Look at the feet. Here we go. She goes home and gets her cheeks clapped. She gets clapped as soon as she gets through the door. Her boyfriend sitting outside the door like this. He drinking Mountain Dew, spitting out sunflower seeds. She's like, damn, what took you so long? She's supposed to have left 35 minutes ago, but she got into the heat of the moment. He waiting outside like, damn, you got me out here waiting, all in the cold and whatnot, man. Get on in here. Shit. Damn, open the door. All right. And then he grabs her by the scruff of her neck. Get on the bed. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> the same girl. You, Damn, boy, after you roar, you want to go to sleep, you send her the text. I had a fantastic night. <laughs> I had a fantastic night with you. I cannot wait to date number three. Can't wait to date number three. Perhaps we'll get together and you trying to rush it. It's Thursday. Can we get together Saturday? You know, it's three dates. You got to get out the draws. By the time you get to date number three, she, y'all get the fa- straight to the bedroom. All right, here we go. She's like, I can't wait. I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you too. I can't wait to get you in the bed. You get her in the bed finally. Can you put on uh that condom that you had in your pocket? Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't put it in my pocket last time. I didn't want you to think that I thought you was going. All right, I'll go get one. Hold on for a second. You go in there. You get the little Jimmy sliding in. You know, it's been a while. Take your time. Looks like heavy equipment. I haven't had any in a while. It's been 50, 11 months. Be gentle. Don't be so rough. <laughs> All right, here, I'll be gentle. Hold on for a second. Ooh. Ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, roar! It's over. Oh, that was not bad. Don't worry about it. That was so good. I, actually, you're pretty good. You're pretty good at this. I'm looking forward to more. Next eight months, you slide in Jimmy hats on her ex-boyfriend. Anyway, <laughs> Roski, no protection. And then you say, I think we've been dating for a long time. I really want to move, pro- progress forward with you. Here's an engagement ring. She's like, oh, marriage already. What am I going to tell my ex-boyfriend? What am I going to tell Chad's? Okay, yes, I'll marry you. Certainly, I'll marry you. You give him the hug. She's like, oh, shit. What am I going to tell the girls? 
All right, let me get to these. Hey, am I lying? This is this is this is how it works. I know there's one woman. I would never do any of these reprehensible things that we're doing this report. But guys, this happens way more than you know. Where the where the ladies at? Ladies quiet as hell. <laughs> she said that part out loud. Yep. Oh, damn. No lies told. These are straight facts. All right, I got to get to the brothers that contributed, man. This is crazy. But hey, man, just just know I don't want y'all to be insecure. <laughs> no, he says. <laughs> All right, I don't want y'all to be insecure. But I've been on both sides of those. I've been on both sides of those. Shout out to uh, Rusted Junk. I believe Noel says Christian men wake the flip up. Your bride is never yours. It was just your turn. I've witnessed this in the long non-denominational. Christian church, church, you're not exempt. Even pastors are clapping cheeks of wives they're counseling. And we shared several stories of this. I'm not saying all church pastors do this, but they have a tendency to creep over in there. All right, you got to be careful. There's a young dude right now. There's a young dude watching me, and he's like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But you got to get ice water in your veins, man. You can't be tippy-toeing around. If she don't live with you, just assume she got other dudes. I mean, you got to assume that. She's not going home by herself. Not on the, And you don't see her for a week here and a week there. Hey, dude, stop. Rob says, can you do a show on the marriage for incels? Wait, a show on marriage? Wait, can you do a share, show on marriage is for incels? Oh, interesting. The ring game. Well, that guy, probably the 22-year-old guy, married her. Because he wanted exclusive access to her. I mean, he's not wrong for that. So it sounds like he was potentially a virgin or an incel. And he's been wanting to, he's had dreams of his head of what he thinks his wife is going to do. Unfortunately, wives don't perform sexually for you very long. They don't. And if they start out not performing, like you get married to her, you go on your honeymoon. She don't have sex with you or she don't have sex with you the night of the wedding. You don't consummate it. You legally aren't married. But number one, that's number one. Well, marriage always starts with consummation, not when the reverend says you're married, not when you sign the document. A marriage starts at consummation, Consum consummation, whatever it means. But. But if she be like, oh, I'm tired on the first night, you're doomed. It's over. You cannot come back from that. Oh, we had a long night. We had the ceremony. We had this. We had that. I don't care if you've been sleeping with her before the marriage. If you don't consummate the marriage after the on the wedding ceremony and she says, we're tired. My feet hurt. I've been on my feet all day. Forget it. You're, you're doomed. Go ahead and chalk it up. It's over. Okay. You will. And you go and you go. Okay. Yeah, I understand. She will forever put off sex to you because she was like, shit, I put off sex with you the night of the wedding what's what's a tuesday it's over that part of leverage right there that that's you giving up a massive amount of marriage uh leverage marriage if she pulls back on you the night of the wedding and say she too tired or she's sick or she got diarrhea you like i'm gonna be on here this gonna be this gonna take five to ten minutes i don't give a damn <laughs> i don't care you could go shit on the toilet all you want and throw up as far as i'm concerned the rest of the night, I care less. But I'm just letting you guys know they pull people pull this stuff all the time. 
on husbands. And then when you gump up, you've lost all leverage. It's over. Tyler J says, I got money. Wait a minute. Wrong one. I got money. Hashtag free agent. Daniel says, coach speaks true. This happened to me. Thanks, CGA. And that was about the time that I was talking about the other bull in the ring. It's a wild thing. But again, you'll go to a marriage counselor and they'll call you petty. They'll call you petty for wanting this. And you're like, what? Like, there's no marriage without sex. But in everybody else's gump world, uh, well, you know. Brian Horsley, you should do a call in. You should call in the Dr. Deloney show with your story just to troll him. Wow. You know what? I'm not, I don't do stuff like that, but he says it'll make for some hilarious content. Now, now we're talking. If it's if it's content, then I'll maybe do it. Sean Anthony says you can't negotiate just uh genuine desire. You can't negotiate it. He says men can't be convinced to desire successful women. We simply don't care from a biological standpoint. The only men that want these boss britches are either financially broke or conditioned by society to chase these women. Yep. So when I always do this, so you're right. Um, when I talk about equal partnership, there's always a couple of guys. Well, I actually disagree. I actually like successful women. That gives them something to do. They're not in my hair and blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, dude, you, you're going to lose that person eventually. All right. That person is going to be a, uh, if you think that's going to work in your favor long-term, it's going to work short-term. You guys will get your checks together. She makes 160. You make 175. You're going to put your checks together. You guys are making 300 of, of, 300k plus all right you guys are wealthy you're in your own economic ladder you'll be like ship selling in the night you'll have everything response like everything will be fine other than the fact that you might see her two nights in a week now that's good but multiply that over the length of a marriage it's fine now and you're like good she got something to do she out of my hair she don't ask me for this and that we got a maid we got a clean we got a nanny we got but then after over time, that's going to eat away, eat away, erode, erode, erode. And then eventually, let's just say she has kids or two. She's going to be like, well, I ain't staying home with the kids. You stay home with the kids. Well, I ain't staying home with the kids. I make 175. I'll make 160. Okay, we'll get a nanny. And then y'all be doing the little kid stuff, going to soccer practice and tutoring and all that stuff. One of you guys are going to have to step back on your job. Or you're going to have to have a full-time nanny to do it, eating into your expenses. And then you're going to be like, well, let's send the kid off to a uh, military school. Or, Dude, it's not going to work out. And then you see each other two nights a week. Who? And on those two nights a week, y'all supposed to fornicate together? It's not fornicating. Y'all supposed to sleep together those two nights? <laughs> yeah, you're going to be looking at the maid because you're going to come home and your wife ain't going to be there. She's going to be in a meeting. She's going to be traveling for work. And they're going to be the maid sitting right there. She's going to be like, hola, Gregorio. Oh, we teaching it. We teaching your kid Espanol. All right. Como esta muy bien. See, see. And she going to be sitting there with them little brown eyes and that jet black hair. And you're going to be like, hmm. <laughs> you'll be like, mm -hmm. I ain't touched my wife in about four weeks. Spanish, you say. Como esta. Te gusta. <laughs> Why don't you stay a little bit late? It seems like uh, the wife's not going to be home tonight. And I need someone to tuck little Sammy in the bed and 
give him or not Sammy Lincoln or Riley or Hunter, any one of these last names, tuck little Hunter in the bed and give him his milk and cookies. And after you're done. Yeah. No. <laughs> Chase. Yeah. Any last name, first name, Chase, Hunter, Lincoln, Hampton. All right. Tuck Hampton, Chase and Lincoln and, and, in the bed. Tuck him in the bed. Yeah, Grant. And then all of a sudden, your equal partnership, you tapping out the papping out the nanny, the maid, all of them. Hamilton, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson, Tanner, Hamilton. Yeah, oh my God, y'all got all the names. Dude, it happens all the time. There goes your equal partnership. Dude, desire is always going to be there. Now, yeah, y'all got your paychecks. You got your nice fancy house in the cul-de-sac. And you got your kids in private school and they got the soccer lesson and you got your little personal trainer. She's got her personal trainer. She wakes up early in the morning. All right. I'm going to go on a run. And then our personal trainer, I got to meet my personal trainer. She gets up at six in the morning. All right. You wake up in that lonely ass kitchen. You wake up. All right. Uh, I guess I'll grab a part pop tart and get a fruit. And I'll go to Orange Theory. Dude, that dude y'all going to be like. <laughs> Then you you never see her. She rushes back home. She gets in the shower. She does her hair. All right. Then she goes out to her job. Here you come back holding your orange and your pop tart. All right. <laughs> and then you go to work and you sit there. Every nice piece of leg that and tail that walks by, you just looking at it. You distracted. She comes home for work. Oh, my gosh. She takes her bra off from underneath her blouse, flaps it like this. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe what a day I had. Let's talk and communicate. Oh, boy, man. The TPS report. And they said I have to travel with the top executive guy who, who makes $500,000 a year. Uh, he's kind of a little bit of a he, – he probably wants to sleep with me, but I'm not going to let him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so tired. I had teeth. Can you rub my feet? Can you rub my feet? No, oh, I love it when you rub my feet. I love it when you give me a massage. Oh, give me a massage. That feels so great, honey. Oh, my gosh. And you be like, you think I can get lucky today, honey? You think I can get lucky? Oh, baby, I'm so tired. I can't get lucky today. I didn't shave my leg or the punani. And I'm on my period. And I have diarrhea and cramps. But perhaps we'll have date nights on Saturday. You know, we normally do it our date nights on Saturday. You want to have date night? Let's wait for date night. I'll shave the cat. I'll shave the legs. It'll be fantastic. I'll be recovered from this horrible work week. It's been so horrendous. I had two trials. I had to actually negotiate. <laughs> There's your equal partnership. Sounding fantastic, is it? See, it's, it's great the first two years, but now the, the next 15 years is going to sound just like that. And I had to go out here and it sounds like you didn't, it smells like you didn't take out the trash. And did you, did you feed the kids? Did you tuck the kids in? Did Consuela leave? Did you pay Consuela? Yes, I paid Consuela. I let it rain down on her. Rain down. Consuela got paid. Yes, she did. <laughs> and she's pregnant. I don't know by who. The kid come out. You be like. I'm All right, anyway, let me get to these super chats. <laughs> By the way, 
by the time the weekend comes, she'd be like, damn, man. Oh, man. I They had me sitting in coach during the trip. I, I really just need a massage. Can you? Can we hold off? Can you take a rain check, honey? Take a rain check and maybe we'll have sex next Saturday. I'll make it up to you. <laughs> mm. like, Wait a minute. Who are you? All right. Am I lying or am I lying? I know people are like, this is not true. This is reprehensible. And it's even worse if you make less money. All right. If you make 75 and she makes 60, it's even less. All right. Shout out to Sam Samuel P. He says, show funny as F. All right, because we be spitting that truth. Let's get over to the super chats. All right, where we in here? King Hazy checking in. Is Oh, I got you, Mr. Albert. Ain't no black mermaids. I actually thought about that too. Black women's hair is not touching that water. That is probably the most craziest part of the Disney thing. It's the mer- that it's a black mermaid. She's swimming. All right, shout out to Billy the Kid. Why he married at 22? I tell people don't get into relationships in your 20s. That's what modern man should be doing. Relationships are not for you. It's just practice. All right, but you're falling in love at 22. It's not It's not what you should get yourself prepared for. It's going to be a lot of heartache. Rich or Wealthy says we need a marriage will book and a free agent lifestyle book updated every 10, 5 to 10 years. I agree. I agree. I need to work on that. All right. Billy the Kid, obviously, this man was the safe option. A majority of men in marriages were not the wife's first option. Chris Rock style. I hope he didn't have kids with her. Yeah, if he does, if he doesn't have kids, he can escape. That's actually true. So if he does get knocked up, he's done. He says this guy's a married incel. <laughs> but I but I think his wife saw him as a beta and she doesn't respect him, married him for his resources. Or oh, he says once you lose respect, it's over. In marriage, I don't care about love. Love can go. If the respect goes, it is over. You're not coming back from a lack of respect. When the woman loves, loses respect for you, it's over. There's no coming back. There's no coming back. That's even in, That even means if you were if you deserve to get your respect lost. And you finally be like, oh, baby, I'll change. No, it's done. She's moved on. It's over. The quantum says men did not have this problem in the past. The problem started when men accepted the idea of marrying used peace leave. So this is on the old virgin tip. Yeah, but yeah. So I think men have accepted a lot of taking the backseat. Well, she's just not good and you got to make her feel good every time you sleep. But okay, if I got to do all that, married women, because there's married women like you don't own us. You have to make us feel good. Problem. If I'm able to get other women, if I'm other get, get on the other women to sleep with me, like, I didn't have that problem, but I married you, and we were just going to go on to get. But I can get other women, and I can do exactly what you're asking me to do for you. I don't need to be married to you then. I didn't need to marry you because my marriage was stipulating that you are my only exclusive sexual partner, and I've given up. I've forsaken all the other hoes. Now you're telling me I got to jump through hoops and hurdles? The same hoops and hurdles that I was over here doing, dating on Tinder and Bumble? Hell, I'm not going to, no, I was making a major sacrifice anyway, but hell with all that. I'll just stay single. (laughs) Why don't I just stay single if I got to do this and make you feel good and hold out every time you don't feel like it? And then when you feel like it, you go grabbing on me. Okay, I'm ready now. Well, I ain't ready. (laughs) 
I don't want to give you no salami. Well, what do you mean? You're turning me down like you didn't turn me down the last 15 days? What you think I'm just going to be? The one thing I don't understand about women is they think, I'll, I'll tell you when you're ready. But I'm going to turn you down, turn you down, turn you down. I'm ready. So you got to be ready when they ready. Shit, I'd already done jagged it off. Right? Already got my nut. Nah. We supposed to just be ready when they ready. Okay, I'll throw you a bone. Come get it. <laughs> we supposed to just take it when they give it to us. Oh, I'll give you a slice. Here it is. Eat up. And you'd be like, oh, thank you very much. I was so waiting for this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Start turning their ass down. This is goofy. They think they're, they, well, my husband always wants something from me. I'll give it to him when I give it to him. That's how they talk when you're not around. And then they're like, I'll hold it out for two more days, two more days. And then I'll throw it on him. He'll jump on it. <laughs> what you do then is turn them down. No. I don't want it. They're like, oh. Where are we at? Let me check the PayPals, and then that'll be it for the night. That'll be it for the night, man. Hey, yeah, we got Streetside. We're going to end off on Streetside online. He says, we put Asian marriages in the successful category, but those small men look... uh. Wait, those small men look like they just gave up in quiet or that they're just gave up in quiet, especially if it's just him, mom, and the daughter. That's actually true. Again, we always look at the Asian divorce rate. It's very low. But again, we do chunk that in the successful category. But I would be, venture to believe there's not much satisfaction going on. He the one that just be walking with his hands behind his back. You know how they be walking? He just be like, shit. <laughs> He ain't getting none from Tiger Mom. But the thing is, though, they be going to Hawaii. They be doing business trips. <laughs> that's what you have to know. Asian dudes be getting theirs on the side. They be like, that's all right. I'm, I'll fly to Hawaii. I have a business meeting in Hawaii. And they be down at Kalakaua Avenue, all up at the top, on the hotel on the beach side, clapping cheeks, quickly clapping. Five stroke special. They get theirs, bro. If anybody getting theirs, it's them. They going to get them some side leg. They don't mess around. They be like, hey, you might not give it. I don't even think really. You have to actually look. Uh, I don't even think uh, he said that golf clapping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Short. <laughs> now I'm really in trouble. I'm really in trouble. I ain't talking about all that. But they going to get theirs, bro. They be having girls sugar that they they sugar daddy like they spend money on sugar daddy. They spend money on sugar daddy like they they like tricking tricks like it ask an Asian dude if he tricks. He like, what's that? <laughs> That's when you don't run no game and you ain't got no game and you were lame and you leave with your wallet. He like. I mean, we all do that. Like, what do you mean, leave with my wallet? We got geisha girls for that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's how we all get our meat fixed. 
talking about leave with my wallet. <laughs> He's like, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> Shout out to the Asian brother. I hope y'all have a sense of humor. He like, trick? That's what we... <laughs> Where's the Bruce Lee stare? Somebody says stairs Bruce Lee. He like that. What is that called? Tricking? That's that's called tricking. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Do I? What was the question again? The question was, do I trick? <laughs> they be like, oh, hold on for a second. Not that. They be like, I got money. Same with Middle Easterns. Same with white men. Same with Hector and them, Ramondo and them. They be going down there to get them massages. All right. It's only brothers that be like, that's tricking. Only brothers that can't rub two nickels together. I'll never spend a dollar on a woman because you ain't got one. Like, you ain't got no dollar. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you too busy checking in with the criminals. I'll never spend money on women. However, I'm going to check in with the thugs when I get into Los Angeles. Because that's what we do. Keeping it real. <laughs> I'll never leave with my wallet. Well, because if you did, you would get nothing. I'm just saying right now. Like if the conversation was we were talking to a bunch of well-to-do men and you came out and said, yeah, leading with your wallet is bad. I would agree. I would be like, yeah. But you're always talking to somebody broke. Like, what are you talking about? Of course, you're not going to leave with your wallet. Well, I make 45K. It's actually reprehensible to leave with your wallet. I wanted to like her with my personality. That don't even make no sense. Like, you already don't have no wallet to lead with. Anyway, I got to stop, man, because I'm pissing off everybody today. I just don't want to piss everybody. I'm making enemies with everybody today. I hope you, I love y'all, man. Don't don't be mad. Tommy Lauren, come see me, if you will. And let me make sure I got to get it. I got to clear. I got to clear the queue. Make sure I got anybody. I don't want to leave nobody hanging. What's tomorrow? Friday? All right. We on morning show only. And then I'm going to actually get the business. I can't get the business during the week with two shows. All right. Let me clear the queue. Sorry, it takes a little bit of time. I got four queues to clear. And uh, we did it. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here. Like the button. Like the video on the way out. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs. And I just, I'm just using.